Hi guys, welcome to Don't Quit Your Daydream. I'm Shar. And I'm Shana. And we invite you to join us, two friends, as we discuss the highs and lows of writing. Come and take a seat and make your writing dreams come true. Hey daydreamers. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Quit Your Daydream. Um, we're really excited about today's yeah, topic. Yeah. Um, we're going to be talking about how to deal with setbacks when writing, a few things that we're going to discuss, yeah. a few ideas of our own and examples um, that we hope just helps you as always. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to kick it off with the first question. I've got my handy dandy notepad here. <laughs> um, so the first question we're going to talk to it about, and I'm going to send it to you, <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> is how do you deal with procrastination when writing? So I think that procrastination is something that obviously we all face in all areas of our lives. It's mm-hmm. not just with writing. Yeah. But if you are somebody who's like, quote unquote, a serious writer, <laughs> whatever that means, but somebody who basically serious. wants, yeah, somebody who wants to put something out there, like really yeah. is trying every day. Like it's not just a hobby or a casual thing. Like it's something yeah. that you're more serious about, you're passionate about. Then you've got to ask yourself what the resistance is. So yeah. why are you putting it off? Why are you delaying? Because yeah. I think that honestly, honesty with yourself is going to uncover the actual reason why you're not doing it. So yeah. obviously when you put off doing an essay for, for uni or something or a job yeah. at work, it's because you don't want to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> or you can't be bothered or you know it's going to be long or it's going to yeah. be hard or something like that. So exactly. you've got to ask yourself, is that the same thing with rewriting? And yeah. even if that's the truth, like I want putting this off because... I'm not enjoying it because that can be really hard Mm. to hear that but it's something that you need to be honest with yourself about Mm. because if you're not enjoying it ask yourself what about the story has become like unenjoyable exactly so Mm. I've I've done that with past projects where it's like actually I'm not enjoying this so much anymore what went wrong and then I go Mm. back and I'm like okay so I've lost a bit of the whimsy that I had before I've lost a bit of the character connection Mm. that I had before and those things then highlight what you can go into and bring into your story Mm. then so I think the first thing that I would do is just ask myself why am I putting this off and then you can, like I say, tackle that thing, whatever it is, and hopefully it's something that you can tackle. And if you can't get to the, the source of the reason, it's probably just because you're, you're afraid to just start. And that's the hardest thing. So if you're afraid to just start, then I'm sorry, but you just have to start. <laughs> just you just got to go. You just got to do it. Yeah. What I about mean, you? I, I would say you've made like brilliant points. Yeah. So there's not much I can add in terms of like, you know anything that you haven't said because it's been great I think I've been procrastinating a lot lately with the mm. project that I'm on as you know I've reached like a point where I'm like a 50,000-ish mark yeah. and I'm which like, is a hard yeah. mark to get to really. yeah but and then I'm there and I know that I've got less to go than I haven't but I'm procrastinating yeah. Um, and I think uh, what I've kind of lately because I've been thinking about it a lot because I've been doing it a lot mm. and I think that one of the things I've realised is that the the act of being creative is where kind of the magic happens mm-hmm. but the procrastination is everything before the creativity yeah. happens yeah. so whenever i push past the create the, the procrastination rather and i actually turn up for the creation everything's okay yeah it's never as hard as i think it's never as bad it's always enjoyable mm-hmm. but it's that in between it's just getting yourself in the sea and to yeah. some degree it's it's a bit harsh and it's a bit annoying but you have to just force yourself and yeah. be like harsh with yourself and say do you know what do you want to finish this project mm. how badly do you want it what are your goals and you have to turn up and sit in that seat and yeah. just say i'm going to do this because Definitely. ultimately otherwise you just keep yourself from doing it so for me i think yeah the procrastination is just the fear of the unknown it's yeah. the fear of failure mm. it's the fear of just 
this is so big, yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. But whenever I actually turn up and do it, I do know what I'm doing. Yeah, and do. and it, do you know what I mean? I do enjoy it. So yeah. it's just, it, there's no real secret way of giving you a fix of how to get past procrastination. I think what you said, oh. sorry, what, yeah. what Shana said about finding the root reason mm-hmm. really is it because we've yeah. all got different root reasons yeah exactly but yeah. i think they are all mm-hmm. they do come back to a some form of fear yeah definitely and so it's that and so you just reminded me actually of a point it's that mm-hmm. one way to constantly show up because that's the fear it's, it's just sitting down because once you start usually you're fine yeah. um so one way to show up is to have a routine so obviously we all yes. have different lives. So yeah. we work mm-hmm. full time, but we also work in schools. So yeah. we have time off, hence mm-hmm. the um, summer writing that I've just done. Um, <laughs> but obviously you don't always have free time. So you've got to know your own schedule, your own calendar, but not just where you've got pockets of time, but also when you work best. So some yeah. people, it would be appropriate to stay up late because they're night owls. Some people yeah. it would be more appropriate to wake up early because they're like early risers. So you've yeah. got to know you, where your energy is and where you'd write the best yeah. and fit in writing routinely so you know okay it's four o'clock boom it's my writing time so for me um with university and hopefully with my writing as well I come home from work at 4.30. I do my yoga to kind of like shed the skin of the day. That's how I kind of envision <laughs> <I love> it. <laughs> and then I know I write after that. So if I do that, it's just a trigger. I'm home, you do yoga. I'll do yeah. yoga. It becomes a, a habit exactly. and a habit starts to become natural. Exactly. When you keep so doing it at first over, you yeah. need the discipline yeah. to build a habit. Love but then once one. you've got the habit, it yeah. actually becomes a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Right. Cool. <laughs> Moving on to the next question. And since I made you answer the last one, I'll answer this one. Cool. So the next question is, how do you overcome writer's block? Oh, so I find this one really, really interesting topic yeah. because people have so much different do, yeah. views on it. Some people believe that writer's block exists. Some mm-hmm. people think it doesn't. Yeah. And I've heard some really interesting, like, discussions around it in terms of, like if this is what you really want to do is your career, yeah. if you was a plumber, for example, you're not going to one day just go, oh, sorry, I've got plumber's block. So I'm not, not going to call not it. Like, oh, it was really good. To have, this is what somebody said. I can't remember who it was, but I was cracking off. And then I just say, you know, you can't just say I've got plumber's block and not turn up yeah. to fix the pipe or yeah. the leaking pipe. You have to turn up. So when you look at it in terms of writing, yes, it is slightly different because it's our mind and it's our yeah. creativity. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is if you are trying to make it a career, you have to turn yeah. up. So what I often find with writer's block is it's not so much that I'm blocked from writing. Mm-hmm. It's that I've gone somewhere wrong in my yeah. writing. And because I've gone somewhere wrong, I've confused my brain to the point where it's like, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking a seat. Yeah, I'm not taking several seats because I don't know what's going yeah. on here. So usually when I have... When I used to have writer's block, I was just like, I can't write it's black, I can't write it, that's it. <laughs> but, you know, when I've realised that, you know, that's just not an option sometimes mm-hmm. when you want to get to the end, I've kind of decided, okay, I'm going to go back and look at my project, look at whatever I'm writing. Where did it last feel right? Yeah. Where did it feel good? And then what decisions were made mm-hmm. afterwards that went wrong? And nine times out of ten, I find that it's when I stop letting my characters make choices yeah. and I start oh, making I choices for them. Yeah. yeah. Because they, they, they are real. That's the, yeah. You're trying to create real human beings when definitely. you're writing. And every time you take that power off of them yeah. and you try to take it yourself, mm-hmm. things go wrong. So mm-hmm. you've got to do... It's not to say that you don't have a plot, you don't have an outline, you don't have a rough idea, mm-hmm. but sometimes you've got to let the characters and who they become as you're yeah, writing definitely. dictate the journey. So it's sometimes just sitting back, stopping and saying, where did I, you know 
take over a bit too much, let my ego slip in and make choices that shouldn't have been made. And when I pick back to that point and I think what should have happened instead, once I get that, then I'm suddenly like, oh, 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 (laughs) and then it flows again. So I feel like, does it exist somewhat? Yes, Mm -hmm. I kind of, I kind of agree with both arguments. Somewhat, yeah, I'm in the middle of it. It does kind of, but it's more so a a signal that something's gone wrong than an actual, I can't write it. So it's a signal to say, let's fix something I agree I I definitely agree with that and I think that one of the things that I do with writer's block is that and again whether you call it writer's block or not whatever it doesn't matter but like that resistance um I guess you could say is that I would either go back and read what I've just wrote because sometimes you you just you can't really get into it because you've forgotten what you've just written or you're not connected with it or something like that so go back and read what you just wrote see if it was right maybe it wasn't Mm -hmm. um and then that hopefully will inspire you to write the next bit or you can skip bits as well. Yeah. So I near the end of my story because, like, you know, I was racing. I was like, yeah, I'm almost finished. Mm-hmm. Um, she finished the book late, by the way, yeah. guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I just wrote, insert fight scene here. Because I don't need to write the fight scene. If I force myself to write the fight scene, then that can cause it to feel longer and I'm like, yeah. I've lost that momentum. So if you're feeling a bit of resistance of one scene but you know what's going to happen after maybe you can skip it obviously it depends if it's a really important scene you probably have to write it because it will influence what happens next I was going to say can I interject to say one yeah. thing because I'm a very weird writer in that I struggle to do that yeah. um, and funny enough I was discussing with a friend the other day mm. who also struggles so I struggle with the write fight scene here and move <laughs> on I, I have to write even if it's just a really ridiculous yeah, yeah. stupid mm-hmm. Then the swords clashed yeah. and the sword fell out the hand. But it, it sounds really cheesy and stupid. I have to write a little something. So even if you're somebody that can't quite just write, yeah. insert this here. Just do, do something silly. Yeah. It doesn't need to be a full flesh. Like, just talk about a fight scene. Yeah. You do a full flesh fight scene. But mm-hmm. just something that gets you moving on. So exactly. you've got... Yeah. That's, do you know that's what I mean? Just removing yeah. any barrier Absolutely of you pushing that. forward, basically. Yeah. And... Like what you said, really, it, it, it's about identifying if something's gone wrong. It's about mm. identifying why you can't write the next scene. Because, like, if you're a plotter, then you should know what's coming next. Yeah. Obviously, if you're a pantser, then it might be that you, you do need to sit down and be like, actually, where's this story going? Yeah, what, what was the What was the point of this? Why did yeah. I want to write it in the first place? What does my character want? Yeah. Because, again, if you're sitting there like let's think of something cool to happen next oh, then that's just no. bad because you need your characters <laughs> to make logical decisions Absolutely. or like to do with the world and the environment that they're in what would logically happen next so yeah. you need to ask yourself do you know your characters well enough so maybe yeah. it just means taking some time away getting yeah. to know your characters sitting them down saying hey <laughs> nice to meet you are you, are you okay <laughs> Where you ask, you interview the characters of the story. So I would interview Charlene's characters. Charlene would interview my characters, and you have to answer the questions. It's a really fascinating way to uncover lots of details about your characters, and it will help you to feel much more creative and ready to go. Yeah. But I liked your point at the end there because obviously I focus on story, Mm -hmm. and I did mention character, but that getting to know your character because I think. When you know your characters on a deeper level, you kind of automatically know what choices they make exactly, in a given situation. Yeah. So you can yeah. put them in any situation. Something mm-hmm. silly as they got on the bus and someone sits next to them that keeps sneezing. Yeah. You know whether your character's going to be the kind of person that's like, sits quietly and doesn't say anything, <laughs> gets out their little sanitizer, yeah. moves seats, mm-hmm. or says to the person, can you stop sneezing or can yeah. you move away? <laughs> you know, they, you know what, how they're going to react and the yeah. more you know them, the mm-hmm. better you can then place them in the yeah. story to know, okay, something's gone wrong here. 
that's because this character would not have done what I've said they would do so I need to go back and fix it so I think character is always I'm a strong believer Mm. that character is the root of all fixes it is and like if you like if you're struggling with like what I've struggled with in the past like stakes uh, and (coughs) keeping things like you know interesting in that regard like yeah. it feels like um tense and like you know oh what's gonna happen to yeah. you need to know the fears of your characters so if Absolutely. you know what they're afraid of then you know yeah. what to make them confront That's if really that makes sense yeah. so like mm-hmm. yeah i don't know what to happen next like what are they afraid of what at the beginning of the story what is their um need and then mm-hmm. you need to make them face a situation that uncovers that need mm-hmm. or that fear and they're either going to overcome mm-hmm. it or they're not and that's how they're transformed because the whole story is about the character going from a to b maybe a to be to c to d but yeah. them transforming in some way so you've got to say like am i pushing putting them in situations that logically make sense for who they are and what they fear yeah. and what they want yeah. to get to this end destination whatever absolutely and where they are at that point in the story yeah. because obviously characters change like yeah. I, I can't say spoilers but <laughs> you know with my book yes the yeah. change that my character goes from from beginning mm-hmm. to end yeah. is going to be a very different thing and mm-hmm. her decisions are going to be different based on yeah. where she is at, at that story or what's happened Definitely, to her yeah. Um, so yeah it is about I think just humanising your characters mm-hmm. and treating them like human beings that have a say yes and, and that is kind of where things click and yeah. I think that's where it works mm-hmm. right moving on to the next question <laughs> yeah. so the next question is and I'm, I'm going to throw it to you <laughs> what do you do when you lack inspiration because that's a that's a big one it is a big one mm-hmm. um, I think that sometimes we as writers can romanticise inspiration mm-hmm. and depend on it too much and obviously we are creative people and we need to be inspired but sometimes you need to just like we were saying earlier just sit down and just write and sometimes you'll write something that's really boring or it's not as good as 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 you'd want it to be but at least you've written something obviously in the drafting stages it doesn't matter if it's Mm. a bit like oh you you wrote that scene and it falls a bit flat so what at least you broke the scene you can move Mm. on and then you can edit it later to make it sound better so when I lack inspiration, I, I want to tell myself that I don't need it because yeah. if, you, if you keep waiting for it, you're not going to write as often as you need to. Yeah. But on the flip side, you can gain inspiration by reading work that other people have done. So if it's in your genre or not, sometimes it doesn't yeah. have to be. But if it is in your genre, it can get you all in the fantasy vibes or whatever um, yeah. because we're fantasy writers. Um, mm-hmm. Or you can uh, watch TV shows um, that are in the same genre. Again, that like gives you like, oh, that's cool. I, I want to get back into my world. Pinterest, I always love doing yeah, Pinterest boards. Pinterest. Just don't um, get lost in it. No, exactly. Yeah, do not get lost <laughs> in it. Dangerous place. <laughs> um, I don't want to steal what you're probably going to say. No, I'll, I'll, I'll let you to say it. No, no, say it just okay. in case I don't. <laughs> Watching interviews or listening to interviews from authors can Love sometimes inspire you because... Yeah, actually wasn't going to say it. Yeah, she does it all the time. time. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> it's it's a, sometimes a good way to just remind you of why you're doing this and yeah. where you want to get to. And obviously they've got lots of inspiration to give you, to like yeah. pep talks to give you. Um, you can listen to our podcast yes, <laughs> when do. you need inspiration. Um, but yeah, I mean, just like talking to a friend who knows your story can help you as well. Definitely. So like we said about the character interviews thing or anything like that it can help you to feel more inspired to write because you're you're basically taking a step into your world just for a little bit in those conversations and that can just help you to feel a little bit more like you want to sit down to write yeah love that that that's pretty much covered everything i would i would have said um but yeah i feel like lack of inspiration for me personally usually means that my creative tank is down yeah so 
I when when I lack inspiration, the most important thing to do for me, first of all, is to step completely away from yeah. the story. Because the more I think about it, the more it's overwhelming, the more it stresses me out, and I actually can't figure the issue yeah. out. So uh, for me, being inspired is is moving away from the story and doing exactly what you've said, which is especially reading or watching a film or yeah. TV series. If it's in your genre, yes, but it doesn't even have no, to be. But it just, I find that a lot of the times when I just step back and I think, you know what, let me just clear my mind and go and have some fun. Yeah. Watch things creatively that I know are good mm-hmm. and refill my tank. And when I look at it, before I know it, I'll like be watching something and I'll be like, that's why, that's <laughs> where they're meant to be. And then suddenly I'm like, brain notes and like... Yeah. So yeah, I just I just find step away from the story, even if it's that you need to go for a walk. I think mm-hmm. I think really it's about figuring out what is it that does inspire you. Yeah. If you can actually understand that, because obviously everybody gets inspired differently. Yeah, yeah, for me, my two key things really are when it comes to just creativity. Mm-hmm. Obviously, in general, in terms of like the author interviews and that, I love that just to keep yeah. it going career wise and not to give up. But if we're talking about just story. It really is for me. It's either the reading or it is the watching of something. And sometimes, a lot of times, it can be watching because the reading tires. You know, it's a different part of the brain, yeah. isn't it? Like watching is a bit more laid back, and you don't mm-hmm. have to do anything as yeah. such. So sometimes, just refilling in that way works for me because I know that that inspires me just in terms of even getting story ideas yeah. sometimes. Yeah, it does. So, I think identifying what it is that inspires you. And using that as like, you know, if you've got a car and the petrol's running down and you need to go fill the tank back up, you would fill it up. You're not going to drive like, you know, you know, it's going to take you 40 minutes and you've only got 10 minutes worth of petrol. You're just Mm -hmm. not going to do it. So it's the same thing. There's no point in showing up when your tank's not full. So go back, fill it up. Don't worry about the car. (laughs) Um, Fill it up and come back and do Mm -hmm. it that way, because I think that that's the most important thing so that's what i think what you've just said actually leads us into our last question doesn't it so do you want to say the last question yeah um so it's how do you handle burnout or lack of energy so like you've just said for your inspiration thing like all Mm -hmm. these things kind of interlink anyway but when you're burnt out you need to step away do not sit down and write do not force yourself because you will begin hating what you're doing and Absolutely. you don't like as writers even if you want it to be a career you don't want to hate it you, no. you want to love it whatever yeah. obviously it can't be easy and fun and yay all the time but yeah. you can't associate it as with like a chore or something that oh this brings me pain this yeah. makes me sad like that's that's just that's that's really upsetting so do yeah. not push yourself when you're burnt out to to carry on and the way to identify burnout is that, yeah, you're, you're, you're waking up and you're really exhausted or mm. throughout the day you just can't get any of the energy back. Um, mm. You don't want to do the things that you actually enjoy anymore. You have plans with your friends or something, but you cancel because you just don't have the energy. Things yeah. like that yeah. are identifiers of burnout, of like even depression. So if you do have um, potentially an ongoing, like long form of yeah. burnout, then I would seek speak to your doctor because it might be depression. Yeah. Um, get the help that you need. But yeah. if it is burnout and it's just like, you know, a week or two you felt this way, then take a minute, refill your cup, do all the things mm-hmm. you enjoy. Like I've got a list, like probably everywhere. <laughs> of all this list, and I don't do any lists. Of all the things that I enjoy and things that I know that, okay, 
I'm in yeah. a bad mood. I can watch Harry Potter or Avatar The Last Airbender or The Gilmore Girls or Friends <laughs> or all these things that I know. Vampire Diaries for me. There you go. All these things that I know bring me joy, make yeah. me happy. They're like yeah. friends, basically, because I've just yeah. known these things for years. Yeah. Um, so those things bring you that sense of comfort or reading your favourite book or hanging out with your favourite people, people that don't require too much energy because you probably don't have that much. Yes, don't, don't <laughs> um, talking to people on the phone, maybe you need to talk about something. So yeah. all of these things, like refilling your cup, and sometimes we can especially if you're in the throw of things like when we go back to work we're going to be busy again yeah you can sometimes neglect to look after yourself and your self-care which is why i've started doing like a self-care september because i want Mm. to make sure that i'm looking after myself um even you know as part of a routine but also as a priority as a luxury as a like oh that's a productive thing to do i think I can't remember how the quote goes. I think it's Hank Green said, um, we will never feel fully productive until we understand that joy is something we can produce. And wow. I just felt that was amazing. That's, that that's was beautiful, lovely. That exactly. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's something we all need to remember as writers yeah. as well, that you're not a bad person because you didn't write today. You're not yes. a bad person because you haven't wrote all week even. Yeah. If you needed that time away, then you needed it. As long yeah. as you're not giving yeah exactly as long as you're not giving into um laziness because obviously that's a that that can happen you again it comes exactly we all come back to again the honesty thing you be honest with yourself are you being lazy or are you genuinely exhausted yeah i are you somebody who's scared to write or you just you you need to refill your cup only you can know that no one can tell you that so and you gotta know how to produce your own joy obviously I mean that 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 answer killed it, didn't it? Really. Um, I think I'd add a couple of things. Yeah. One is more of a more personal experience, which is, I I think you'll remember this when <clears throat> I went through kind of a a point where in my last job I really really hated it, as you yeah. know. Um, and in my head, my writing was going to be the thing that got me out of yeah. that job, and I made such a big mistake of making my writing like my saviour it's yeah. going to save me yeah. it's going to get me out I've it's going to help me find. and what ends up happening is the joy of doing the task it doesn't exist anymore mm. because what you've done is you've put so much pressure on it it becomes a burden yeah. so when you do it it becomes so serious and so stressful that doing it just doesn't feel as joyful as it used to. And you can almost steal that joy from yourself by how you see your writing. Now, don't get me wrong. I still want to make a career out of my writing. I still, that is the dream. I would love to be a full-time writer one day. But my mindset shifted that that's what I want one day. And what I'm doing now is working towards it. But I'm not putting the pressure on like, you have to get me out. You have to help me. You have to save me. That can be really dangerous. And that can inevitably burn you out. Um, And my second point would just be, and you've kind of touched on it, but looking at it from a health perspective, you know, we're not doctors. We're not here to give you health advice. But just burnout is a sign that your body's saying enough is enough. And it's saying... I need a break. So it's also looking at not just the writing aspect, but looking at your whole lifestyle. Like, how is your working life? You know, what is your day-to-day life? What are your social commitments? What are you doing on a day-to-day? What are the things that maybe you can take away Mm. that you don't have to do that are bringing you extra pressure so that you can free up that time to have the self-care, to to ground yourself so that you can even find that joy. Mm -hmm. Because when you're just overwhelmed and stressed... I think it's really hard to be creatively joyful yeah, because it is. it is linked to our emotions. It it's, is. it's linked to how we feel. Mm-hmm. So if if we're just overwhelmed with life and we're we're working ourselves to the ground, it's really hard to be creative and it to is. enjoy that creativity. So I think it just really starts with take care of yourself. Yeah. 
like Shana said, be honest with yourself and actually ask yourself, you know, what is going on here? Because yeah. there are times where we are just being lazy and we're trying to avoid yeah. it, we're trying to procrastinate. But there are times where actually our body's saying, you need to slow down mm-hmm. and you need to take care of yourself. Because remember as well, if you don't take care of yourself, how are you going to write anyway? It's just mm. impossible, isn't it? So... Mm-hmm. Just always listen to your body, listen to yourself. You know you better than anybody. You know, we can fake it to somebody and they can ask us, how are you? You can say, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Mm. But you know whether you really are fine or not. And if you're not, it's about getting that help. It's about if you need to talk to somebody, if you need to spend time with friends, if you need just alone time. Because sometimes I know I need just everybody leave me alone i just want to chill in my room don't talk to me (laughs) yeah and that that can be healthy as Mm -hmm. well um so just kind of look at what the issue is Mm -hmm. take a break take the time out and replenish it's kind of that car petrol analogy again definitely which is yeah yeah which yeah when you said it led on it really did it's it's just filling that tank and this is not the creative tank but this is the the health tank yeah exactly in essence fill it back up the triad is it the sleep diet and the third thing yeah, <laughs> what is the thing? third thing? <laughs> anyway, yes, yeah, that makes is, sense. It's a massive one anyway. Um, because Definitely. again, like, yeah. say you're somebody who has been um, waking up early or going to sleep late and working a full-time job and a parent, then you're going to be knackered. Yeah, <laughs> and you absolutely. need to sleep. sleep you're a hero too. Very, yeah, you are a hero. <laughs> sleep is very important and it's yeah. not lazy to no, allow yourself not. to get a healthy night's sleep. Yeah. You need to sleep. Yeah. So let yourself sleep and make yeah. healthier choices with both your <clears> diet as well because... Um, when your body feels good, you feel good. Absolutely. The, the third thing was exercise. That was it. I was going to say, was it exercise? <laughs> yeah. I thought, I don't know. Is it maybe Yeah. Because I was going to say, body, exercise does. I know, like I'm going through a bit of a thing again where I need to get back on my health. Mm-hmm. And I know the difference mm-hmm. I felt when I am exercising. And when people say exercise, I think people get scared because they yeah. think you mean like gym, go to gym. Yeah, I love I'm not gym. a gym person. I, I don't the like the gym. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the gym. I've tried it. I, yeah, it's just yeah. not for me. My form of exercising is walking mostly. Yeah, it's the best. I love it. I love being in nature. I try and walk in places like parks and things. Um, Which inspires you as well. Yeah, it definitely inspires you. Um, I get a lot of ideas then and I've got no notepad and I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) thank God for phones. Um, But yeah, um, also, I can't remember what I was saying. Where's my train of thought, guys? You're exercising, (laughs) Yeah, sorry, exercise, um, home workouts. I used to just find workouts on on, um, YouTube and do them at home. Anything that makes you, even if it's a sport that you like doing, I don't know, go and play tennis. And I've keep saying to myself i need to try new things because actually mm. sometimes i'm like i don't know what i like to do exactly. and i might you don't know find, unless you try. yeah more because i'm a strong believer that exercise okay yes some forms of exercise are painful but they should be things that you're enjoying because yeah. if you're not enjoying it's just another burden that you're yes. adding onto an already difficult life <laughs> this time we've already got to work yeah, to money. Exactly. so it's like when we're adding on extra things, try your hardest. Yes, we do have to take care of ourselves. Yes, we have to eat healthy and things. But make it... You can eat healthy and the food tastes nice. My gosh, My I've food done tastes it. nice and it's healthy. Yeah, I've done it. I mean, I, I'm off the bandwagon a little now. But we're getting back there. But I've done it. And you can eat foods and they're healthy. You can exercise and enjoy it. Um, So just try and make... You know, don't make it like, okay, I'm dieting or I'm losing weight. No, or yeah, no. Make it... That, no. I'm just living a healthier lifestyle. Yeah. And, and all of those things, like I said, we're not doctors. We're no, not, no. you know, we're not personal trainers. We're nothing like that. Yeah. But what we do know is that it is linked to our creativity it because it was all linked yeah. to our mind. And the more you do take care of yourself and you be kind to yourself and you understand your body and when it's telling you it's time to slow down, 
the better you're going to be creatively and then yeah. you're going to avoid things like burnout yeah. and writer's block and, yeah. and things like that. So just just take care of yourself is really the, yeah. the main message I, w- I would end this on, to be honest. Um, I, I agree. The reason that I got my story written this summer was because I looked after myself a lot. Yeah. I took a lot of breaks. I didn't force myself to sit down and write and be really stressful about it. No, I, I was gentle with myself. I, I did yoga. I did my reading. I did my walking. Mm-hmm. I did my running. I did my home workouts, like you said. And I, I ate good food, I ate more fruit and vegetables than I did because I had time to make it. But yeah. you just know what you need and you need to give it to yourself. Give yourself permission mm-hmm. to just look after yourself. I love that. And she yeah. did. Can we just go and end this and say she has done really well these six weeks? What are you doing? Re- no, I am so inspired and it's pressuring me to be like, come on, get out of here. But in a, in a positive way, not pressure yes. in a negative way, in a way where I'm like, oh my gosh, she's killed it this six weeks. She's written a, a whole book, guys, of 84,000 words. Yeah. Yeah, I've been following the journey. 84,000 words and she has really killed it. So she's not just talking the talk. She really is genuinely walking the walk. And, you know, if you can take anything away from that it, it is really positive and it's got you to the goal that you wanted yeah, and you know yeah. it's actually helped me as well mm-hmm. with just being like I used to be someone that'd sit there and like for hours right 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 yeah. and and it's exhausting it and is. it's like I'd end up you're with obviously two, gonna burn out yeah and I end up with like two three hundred words yeah. <laughs> whereas like I've been doing the sprints like you've said I've been stopping when there's something interesting and not letting myself go and I'm finding now that I'm doing more of an average of like 800 to a thousand words per sprint yeah. that, now that's 25 minutes yeah and if exactly. I do two of those a day I've almost got I've either got some you know around 2,000 words mm. do you know what I mean or just a little bit less yeah. so when I look at that as opposed to all the pressure I was putting on myself to sit down you've got six weeks sit down all day and write mm. and I'm coming out with 200 words if I'm lucky yeah. and not 200 great words was you know the the difference so finding ways yeah. like like Shana has to achieve your goals yeah. that are healthy that are fun and yeah. that are doable because yeah. some things are just not doable exactly um so yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that's... that's that's the golden ticket to beating procrastination um being more inspired beating burnout what was the last thing uh, <laughs> right as black as yeah. well so yeah. that all those things that are setbacks in our writing yeah you've just got to be honest with yourself give to yourself look after yourself like you're a little plant or a child <laughs> yeah. um, and help yourself yeah. to, to to be on that journey in a healthier yeah. way well thank you for um coming with us again it has been great it's been a really good topic that i think is important and we look forward to talking to you again guys so until next time yeah see you later later. bye